Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirman Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now at the beginning of the third chapter of Masachet Kiddushin and Daf Nun Chet Amud Bet. And this Mishnah presents us with three different cases of what we're calling doubled over Kiddushin, where there are two men involved. Uh, the first case is different than the second two, uh, and we'll take a look at all three. A man sends his friend, important to note, it's Chaviro, and he sends her Halach and the fellow went and was Makadisha for himself. The Kiddushin are valid to the second guy. We'll discuss what we think of the second guy in a minute. Similarly, meaning similarly, here's another case where the second fellow has the Kiddushin. A fellow gives a woman Kiddushin and says these Kiddushin are valid after 30 days. And another fellow came and during the 30 days gave her Kiddushin, She's fully so that If she's a Bat Yisrael and the second guy's a coin, she can eat Truma. There's no questions about the Kiddushin. But if the, on the other hand, case three, if he says, If he gives her Kiddushin and says the Kiddushin are valid from now in 30 days, and somebody else came in the meantime and gave her regular straight up Kiddushin, Mekudeshet vena mekudeshet, or kiddushin to the second guy are iffy, meaning bat Yisrael coin, or bat coin Yisrael otochol truma. She can't eat truma whether it, she is a bat Yisrael and the second guy is a coin because the kiddushin are not complete, or but she's a bat coin and the second guy is a Yisrael because there is some kiddushin there and therefore it affects her ability to eat truma. So for the mishnah, now the first case, Tana Masha Sasui. So we have a Tana teaching us that the, the Shliach who went and uh, appropriated the girl for himself, the action is legally binding. But he acted deceptively towards his dispatcher. The Tana didan, how come our Tana doesn't seem to pay attention to that? The answer is yes, halach nami diktani, halach ramaut. When he says halach, it doesn't just mean he went and was a cottage, he went sort of furtively. And that's the implication of halach. He went, we're not happy about the way he went. Alright, now, so why does our Mishnah begin with Ha'omer Lechavero? This is parallel to the question that we asked at the beginning of Masachet about Mekadish and Nikonet. Uh, In the middle of the second parak, we discussed sending a Shaliach. Under what circumstances we care, the Shlichut has to be fulfilled, the Kiddush has to be given in a particular place, and what condition, in what circumstances do we not care? It's introduced with Ha'omer Lechavero. <coughs> the answer is Each one is teaching a chidush. The chidush taught here is If we said In our case, we would say it's only the shaliach who's considered deceptive. because the dispatcher assumed. I'm paying him. I'm hiring. Whatever it is, and he's going to do my shlichut. But just a fellow. I'm not relying on him. If I just send my friend and say, go my cottage to the girl, and then he goes and finds that he likes her, and he goes, a kiddushin, maybe that's not called deceptive. Only when it's a formal shaliach, perhaps. Therefore, it teaches chavero that even chavero is a ramoy. Hatam revuta kamashpan, and in the case of mekadisha at a particular point, there is a chidush. Titana haomer lechavero, because if it just said haomer lechavero, I would think it's only with your chaver, with a fellow, that if he gives a kiddushin in the wrong place, the kiddushin are valid. Because you never thought he'd go there because you didn't, you didn't, well, he wouldn't bother himself. He's not a professional. 
but your shaliach who would go to troubles because you're paying him or for whatever reason he's a professional shaliach I might think that even when you said be makadashur at point X and he gives a condition at point Y it's valid because we would understand point X just be a directive that it's not only when you say go be makadashur you could find her at point X then it's my welcome all right, now three stories. Ravin Chasida The first story sits directly with our Mishnah. Ravin Chasida went to be Makadish a girl for his son. In the end, he, he took her for himself. We learned that that is deceptive, and here's a good rabbi, and he's doing this to his son. So the answer is that they were not willing to allow him to be Makadish for his son. They wouldn't give her to his son. He Then he should have come back and told his son, listen, they won't allow me to marry you for you. Do you mind if I take her for myself? So the answer is, He thought that in the meantime, somebody else will come and grab her. He can't leave the spot. All right, that's the the first case. Second case, He gave Rav some money. Go buy that land. There's land up for sale. Go buy it. Rav bought it for himself. Now notice the Gemara seamlessly has expanded the notion of our Mishnah beyond Kiddushin to other benefits like Mecher. And how could we accuse Rav of being a Ramai? The answer is This was a tough neighborhood. And these are people that you could not convince. They either liked you or didn't. They had great color for Rav. And so Rav they would sell to. They wouldn't sell Rav Barachana. So again, he should have come back and told Rabbi Rachana, they won't let me sell, buy it for you, can I buy it for myself? Again, he was afraid in the meantime, somebody else would come and buy this choice piece of land. Alright, last case, Rav Gidol, who was poor, he was looking into buying a particular piece of land. Also, Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Abba was wealthy, Zavna, this is all in Eretz Israel, he came and bought it. Also, Rav Gidol kibla the Rabbi Zera. So Rabbi, Rav Gidol came to Rabbi Zera and complained. So Rabbi Zera kibla Rav Yitzchak Nafcha. He came to the big Rabbi Rav Yitzchak Nafcha, and he complained. What kind of behavior is this of Rabbi Abba? Amar le Amtenat Shialet Slenu LeRegel. After the Beit Hamikdash, the Chachamim would have a custom of going to their Rebbe for the Regel, sort of an Aliyah LeRegel. Erzatz Aliyah LeRegel. Rabbi Ava came to Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha. Ashkechei, so Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha found him. Amarle, he asked him a question, a theoretical question. Reminds us a little bit of Natan and David in uh, in Shmuel Bet Perakid Bet. Amarle, if there's a poor man trying to find a way to grab a piece of cake that's out there, that's hefker, and another guy comes along and swoops in and takes it, what's the story? Amarle, he He said that guy's called a rasha. So so why'd you do that? Here Rav Gidol's a poor guy, he's trying to get some land, and you walked in with your money and you bought it before he had a chance. He said, I didn't know about it. I didn't know that, I felt bad. So now Rav Yitzchak Nafcha said to him, so why don't you sell it to him, he's willing to buy it. I won't sell it to him, why? For some reason they felt it was bad fortune to sell the first land that you ever bought. This is my first land. I'll give it to him as a gift. Eh, that'd be nice. It's very nice for Rabbi Abba. Rav Gidol would refuse to go and take the land. Why? The Mishle says that if you hate gifts, you'll live a long life. Taking gifts is not a good idea. 
Rabbi Abba lo nachila, mishum nachich bar of Gidol. Rabbi Abba refused to use the land, refused to use the land because of Gidol had been looking at it, he felt bad. So what happened? Lo mar nachila, v'lo mar nachila, Rav Gidol, neither Rav Gidol nor Rabbi Abba ever took the land. Umit karya ared rabbanan. They called it the student's uh, land. Evidently they would play there, they would use it for their own recreation. For whatever reason, it was like a hefker uh, field. Okay, the second case in the Mishnah was v'chein omer elishayit kachili in 30 days. Alright, so now, Okay, the Mishnah talks about what happens when A gives her Kiddushin with a delay on it, and B comes along in the meantime and gives her straight up Kiddushin. What happens if nobody does come along during the 30 days? Do the, thir- the Kiddushin kick in 30 days later? So, She's Mikudeshit, even if all the money's been used up, which means when the 30 days comes, there's no vehicle for Kiddushin. That happened 30 days ago. Why? My time. This money that he gave her is not like a milva, and it's not like a picodon. If it was a milva, we'd say it's no good in any case. If it was a picodon, we'd say there has to be at least Shava Pruta left. We saw that already in the second parak. The picodon, Lodama, why is it not like a picodon? Picodon, Meshuta, the Marakamitachli. A picodon that gets used up is still owned by the original owner. By the Mafkid, not by the Shomer. Here, Here he gave it to her as Kiddushin 30 days ago. It's now in hers. It's now in hers, her possession. If she spent it, she spent it properly. It's not like Milva either. A Milva is given for you to spend. This he gave to her as a Dean of Kiddushin, even though they would only kick in 30 days later. So therefore they said, even if it's all spent, it doesn't matter. Now, uh, and that that's settled. But the uh, a twist on it is the following. Let's say that during the 30 days, nobody else was Makadishur. But during the 30 days, she got the money, she used up all the money, and then she turns and says, I'm not in turns and says, I'm not interested in the Kiddushin. I'll pay you back the money, whatever. But I'm not interested in the Kiddushin. Mahu. Now normally, you give Kiddushin to a woman straight up, and uh, a day later or a week later, she says, I'm not interested, that's a get. That's not just a dissolving. What happens here? Rabbi Yochanan says it works. Why? Her original statement of I do can now be canceled by I don't because nothing nothing's happened yet. Rishlokish says it doesn't work. Uh, whether Rishlokish actually said those words or that's our interpretation is is something to discuss. But what we are at least reading into Rishlokish at this point and we're going to modify it is that Dibur cannot cancel Dibur. Now let's see how that, that will play out. Eitur Rabbi Yochanan Shlokish. Rabbi Yochanan challenged Shlokish with the following proof: A person sends a shaliach to take truma for him. Bitel, let's say you said I'm canceling the guy. truma. If you canceled it before the guy took truma, you sent him out at eight o'clock to go away to your fields. At nine o'clock, you got up in front of some friends or on your own and said I'm canceling it. And he got there at ten and took truma. Comes back and says I did it. You said what time? Ten o'clock. And you say your truma was nothing. It's not truma at all. And that's Dibur. And it's your second Dibur at 9 o'clock canceled your Dibur at 8 o'clock. So you see it works. Dibur Vatil Dibur. Ah, good. So now Rishlokish has to modify his stance on Kiddushin. Shani Natinat Back on day one, when the guy gave her Maud Kiddushin, he was giving her something which effectively makes it a Maaset. He gave, it wasn't just speech. He gave her money. And that's like a maaseh. And now, her, her words of saying, I don't want this anymore, are not strong enough to trump the action of accepting the money. 
Papa. So now we've got a new read on it. Eitive, so Rabbi Yochanan challenged him a second time, even based on that modification. Hashaleach ket yishto. Vigiyal v'shaleach v'shalach ha'chorav shaliach. This is the beginning of the fourth parak in Gittin. A man sends a get to his wife with a shaliach. And then he catches up to the shaliach, or he sends another shaliach. V'malo gesh antatin chabatel. He cancels it. Harei zebatel. That works. V'antan get liyad shaliach t'chinatinat ma'od liyad yishadamu. After all, he gave the get to the shaliach. That's an action, like giving money to the woman. We think they're parallel. And his statement of cancellation does cancel it. So even Dibur can even cancel a quasi-ma'aseh, let's call it an incomplete ma'aseh. So the answer is, his answer would be, even there, as until she gets to get Dibur v'diburhu. It's all Dibur. Here, she got the money. There, she doesn't have the get yet. The shliach has the get. Now, Eitav Rishlokesh to Yochanan. Now, Rishlokesh turns around and challenges Rabbi Yochanan to prove to him that Dibur is not strong enough to cancel Dibur. And that is as follows. One quick introduction, i put it at the top of the page. For a vessel to be accessible to Tuma, to be Mukhshal Akabal Tuma, it has to be a completed vessel. It can't be a vessel that was halfway made and then in the middle of Sheretz fell on it. It has to be completed. What makes it completed? When the artisan decides he's done, he's buffing it this much, he's painting it this much. When he's done, he's done. Let's say that at some point in the process, he's halfway through, he looks at it and says, I'm done. It thinks, I'm done. It's done. What happens, though, if he then changes his mind and says, no, I need another coat of paint? Then it is still done until he starts painting it. He has to actually take an action in order to negate that earlier statement of it's done. And then when he starts working on it or breaks it or chips it or does something to restart the process of finishing the work, then it will be considered an incomplete vessel until he finishes it a second time. All right, so let's see. Even by the thought of the artisan, saying, I'm done. But they can't come out of that state without actually doing something. So the action can change the earlier action. It can even change the earlier intent. But your thoughts can't change an earlier action, can't even change an earlier thought. And what do you see? I understand why your thoughts can't change an earlier action. Dibur, which here is the parallel to Machshava, cannot change an action. But machshava should certainly trump machshava. The answer is shani machshava de tuma dechim asedami. Machshava of tuma is equated to a maaseh. How do we know that? Rav Papa, Rav Papa Rami, Rav Papa threw a contradiction. Tiv ki yitain, and it was the the way that the Torah describes water falling water falling on plants and making them now viable for tuma. The writing is yod taf nun, which means yitain if he gives. But Karina, how do we actually read it? The vowel that we put into there is a kubut, so we read ki yutan, if it should be given. What's that? Ki yutan, dumi ki yutan. If water falls on something, it has to be parallel to you putting it. What's that? Ma yutan yanechale, just like you don't water things unless you want them to. Af yutan denechale. Similarly, if water falls on something, it has to be something that you wanted. So let's say it rains on uh, some, you've, you've harvested some plants, they're sitting outside and it rains on it, and you're unhappy about that because you want to dry this stuff out, they're not mukshalatuma. If on the other hand, or somebody's watering their car and they spritz the plants and something that, that upsets you and you didn't want them to get wet, 
then it's not mukhsher. If on the other hand, the guy's watering his car and he spritzes your plants and you say, ooh, thank you, you saved me a job, then it's mukhsher. And it was your thought, and it was your thought considered equal to the maaseh, equal to the maaseh of, of spritzing. So the gabe tuma machshava is stronger and therefore you can't bring a proof from there. All right. Now this entire mahalach was, was studied in one big midrash as a comment on our Mishnah about the man giving her kiddushin with a 30 day delay and before the 30 days are up, she says, I changed my mind. Rav Zvid learned this entire debate as taking place about a different, a different Mishnah. Later on in our parak, if a woman gives Rashut to her own Shaliach to go accept Kiddushin, and then she went out on her own accepted Kiddushin too. If hers were earlier, her Kiddushin are good. And if her Shaliach's Kiddushin were earlier, then in Kiddusha Kiddushin, hers are no good. Now, and then we asked a question about that. What if neither one of them did it, and she changed her mind and canceled the Shaliach? And then the Shaliach went and accepted Kiddushin. Are they valid or not? In other words, Zvi learned that Choseret versus Eino Choseret was not about our mission, it was about this, about, about appointing a Shaliach. And of course, here there's going to be a critical difference. Again, the same thing. Her words of I cancel can cancel her words of I appoint. Okay, so the first challenge of Yochan, notice they're in a different order here, is the, the, the case with appointing a Shaliach for Truma. You can cancel him. So now comes the defense of Rishlokish and says, We're not just talking about where the Balabite canceled him. The Balabite went ahead and took his own truma. That's an, a- that's an action. Alright, that solves that. We, of course, cannot use our original answer, which is that Netinat Ma'ot because here you don't have that. Here you have just a pointing at Shaliach. And that will be the crux of the answer. Now, Kalim comes second, not third. You'll see why. This is exactly without one even iota of change what we had earlier. Good. The same exact thing, and we say you can't bring a proof from Kalim from Tuma because in Tuma Machshavan Maser are are Machshavas as powerful as Maser. Eighth Rabbi Yochanan and Shlokish, and now Shleach get liishtovi giabah Shleach or Shleach Rav Shleach Marlo get shantav lechabatelu hareze batel. And here you may cancel the Shleach of a get, which means your dibur of I appoint you can be canceled by your dibur of I cancel you. Tiyuvtur Shlokish. Tiyuvtur Shlokish has finally been disproved, at least in the second case. So that means when a woman appoints a shaliach to accept kiddushin, and then in his absence says, "I cancel him," that cancellation works. Now, not only that, but we rule like Rabbi Yochanan even in the first case, where we didn't have a solid uh, uh, refutation of Shlokish. There's no argument given for it. We just say, nonetheless, even though there was an answer there, nonetheless we say, Dibor can cancel Dibor, and therefore even in our Mishnah, if she says, I'm not interested in the Kiddushan, she may owe the money back, Maot Chosrim is a different sugya, but the Kiddushan are canceled.
Now, Kasha Hilchata Hilchata. We have a an incongruence within the world of Psak. Because Amar Hilchata Rabbi Yochanan, we ruled like Rabbi Yochanan, <coughs> which is about the case of the get that you can cancel the get for Kaimel and Hilchata Rav Nachman, and we hold like Rav Nachman in that sugya in the beginning of Parak of Itin the Bailu Maushech Zori Garishpo. When you cancel the Shlichut, can you use the get again? Sheshit said you can't use it anymore. Nachman says you can, and we rule that you can. So how can we say that your Dibor can cancel the get, and then Nachman said, but you can reuse the get? Uh, the answer is, uh, the answer is, all you canceled was the Shaliach. The get's still valid. All that Rabbi Yochanan says is that when you say, I cancel you, you cancel the Shlichut. The get is still valid. Bring it back to the guy and let him make up his mind if he wants to divorce or not. Okay, the last uh, case in the Mishnah was, <clears throat> and this is a little misleading because the editor's note here with the two dots seems to take us, keep us in the in the second case. We see why not. So right now we'll read it that way and then we'll move ahead. This is the case of the lapsed Kiddushin. And then it's the case. Rav says that she's Mekudesha to the second guy forever. Only till the 30 days comes up. At 30 days, the second guy's Kiddushin disappear because the first guy's Kiddushin come home to roost. Rafchista said, I don't get it. Kiddush Hashem in my pocket. What destroys the Kiddushin of the second guy? He was free and clear. The reason is because you're reading that dispute between Rav and Shmuel as a comment on the second case. Rav Yehuda read it as a comment on the third case. And now it's not difficult. And this is where it should really be. Etc. And the Mishnah said that Mekudeshet to the second guy, he means forever. You gotta do a get. He said that status of safek only lasts till 30 days. After 30 days, the second guy's kiddushin disappear, and the first guy's kiddushin now fully take hold. Why? Rav was unsure whether or not when you say is that a t'nai, saying in 30 days they become retroactive from now, or chazara, meaning nah, forget it, in 30 days. And therefore it's a safek, and therefore the safek lasts forever. And Shmuel says, no, it's a no-brainer, it's a t'nai, and therefore when 30 days are up, the Kiddushin become retroactive, and retroactively, she was blocked out during those 30 days, and the second guy's Kiddushin that had some hold during the 30 days now become blown away. This same machloket appears here. If a guy gives a get, 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 famous bright, we've seen it already several times, if a guy gives a get, then it's an unsure get when the guy dies. Rebbe says it is a good get. Why? Because Rebbe says that it's a t'nai, and therefore when he dies, retroactively the get kicks back to when he gave it. And Chacham say we're not sure if it's a t'nai or chazara, and the half that's lachamita is invalid. And therefore it's a, it's a questionable get. So why don't we just say Rav holds like Rabban and Shmuel holds like Rebbe? The answer is Tzricha. We can't say that. If Rav just had Allah Rabbanan, that we're not sure if it's Tzricha Zara, yeah, that's because he's divorcing her. 
And therefore, we're not sure. It may be Chazara. Uh, you know what? I don't want to divorce you now. I'll divorce you later. But here in Kedushin, when he's bringing her closer, perhaps he'll agree with Shmuel that certainly wants to marry her as soon as possible. He's just saying, and the same thing, if Shmuel said, then he would say, sure, it has to be a tonight because it won't work. But here, if nobody else comes in the meantime, the Kedushan work after 30, and Moda Rav, he might say, you know what, Rav, you might be right, that it could be Chazara. And therefore, Shmuel might say, it's a Safek. Therefore, Tzricha. Therefore, Shmuel and Rav have to explicate their positions. It's not enough to align themselves with Rebbe and Rabbonin. Now, Amar Abaye, Utame de Rav. Rabbi reads Rav as follows. Abaye says that Rav understands that Me'achshav is a static meaning, but we're not sure if it means Tanai or Chazar, but it will always mean the same thing, whatever it is. So he says, therefore, Our case in our Mishnah where A gives a Kiddushin, Me'achshav after 30. And another guy comes afterwards and says, from now till 20. Another guy comes and says, from now in 10 days. So, she needs to get from the first guy and the last guy. She needs to get from the first guy. She may be to the first guy, because the word, the phrase may always mean tonight. And therefore, the first guy really has it. She may need to get from the, she needs to get from the, she needs to get from the last guy, because that may be the only condition, because the phrase may always mean Chazara, and each guy was really, Puch guy was really putting it off for 30 and 20, and this guy was the first one in. Right? And here's his argument. Either way, if the phrase is a tnai, consistently a tnai, then, uh, only the first guy's kiddushin are valid. If it consistently means changing his mind, only the last guy has it. So, pshita. Uh, that's actually a, a fairly obvious statement that Abai is making. So, ma'udatema, hile, hile, na, na, uh, no, I could think that perhaps the phrase itself is equivocal every time. And therefore, I don't know. Maybe the first guy meant Chazara, the second guy meant Tai, and the third guy doesn't matter what he meant. And then the second guy is also in the box. And you need to get from each one of them. So Bayi says, don't understand the ambiguity as being personal meaning, but rather objective meaning. Objective meaning. We know it has a standard meaning, we just don't know which one it is, but therefore only the first and last guys would even be in the running here. Now, Ulam Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan takes a third approach to this, different than Rabbi Shmuel. Afilu me'atov sinba. If a guy says, me'ach chashav u'lachar me'ayom, and the next guy says, me'ach shavu'lachar tishim etesha'yom, etc., etc., each one of them has a chelik kiddushin, each one of them has to give her a get. Wa'v'chenem Rabbi Yochanan, so we have two students of Rabbi Yochanan repeating the same thing, afilu me'atov sinba. So Rabbi Shashaya explained to Ravasi, and Ravasi quoted Rabbi Yochanan. Ravasi evidently was confused how this works. Explain Rabbi's reason. Rabbi meaning Rabbi Yochanan. Each one of them made himself like a brick with space for another brick. He left room for the other guy. The fact that he said means I'm leaving room within 29 days for another guy to take a chalik in these kiddushin. Now, Meitiv Rav Chanina, Rav Chanina challenges as follows. The case that we talked about before, 
but uh, from Gittin. If a guy gives a get, we say it's unclear if it's a get. That's Rabbanon's position. And if the guy dies, she has to have chalitza, but she can't have yibum. She has to have chalitza because it may not have been a get. She can have yibum because it may have been a get. Okay? So Rav is fine. That supports him. Because that demonstrates that the suffix about what like carries through. Right? And, and Shmuel uh, is fine. Because Shmuel will say that follows the Rabbanon. And I hold like Rebbe who says that anytime you say uh, that it is a good get. Because this is for sure tonight. But that statement's like Rabbanon who think it may be Chazara. Fine. When you say you're saying I'm leaving a little room for someone else in there. And that means that my Kiddushin is incomplete. It's not a question about what I meant. It's incomplete Kiddushin. And, and what's the rule? Any get with a shear in it, any get with something remaining is not a valid get. So there should be no valid get whatsoever. She should, however, she should absolutely be an almana and absolutely um, have uh, be available for yibum. We should allow her to do yibum. So Rava get mita Rava says, you know what? A get separates and mita separates. Mashashir get gemato mita. It's a very strange statement, and that is that whatever the get didn't finish, the death finished. How can you compare them? A get takes her out forever of being available to the Yavam, and death, Dafka, puts her into the lap of the Yavam. Rather read it as follows. What's the reason that we say? It's a because of a case where the guy says, not but Because that's really not a get at all. So why don't we say there tachlots? The answer is I'm sorry, that is a get. We say because if you say over there cholatzet, then you might also say, well, cholatzet. Obviously, the get was no good. She could have yibum. So therefore, we say it doesn't work. So say the same thing here. The answer is in our case here the get is absolutely no good. Let's say somebody makes the mistake of saying cholatzet. Go mitjabemet. It's fine. After all, it's only that it may be a good get. Really, me do right no question. It's a it's an invalid get, no question, and absolutely no question that she could have yibum. We say to avoid applying yibum to the case of mehayom imati. But mehayom even if she does do yibum, it's fine. So we're not afraid to legislate that she should have chalitza. Okay, we'll stop at this point. We'll pick up from the next mission of Tibet in the third pair of Masachet Kiddushin in our next podcast. Everyone should have a wonderful day.